Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back, everybody, to Caravan of Garbage, where this week we're taking a trip through time and also... Space and maybe dimensions, my maybe a san- pocket dimension, the phantom zone. My sanity. Your sanity's in the phantom zone. This, it's what? spinning around in a big pane of glass. Leave a like. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind. Terrible. Oh, my God. It's well, not often we watch something this terrible. Well, I, I maybe saw this as a very young child. I definitely did. I remember the dragon, okay. and I remember coming out of a lake. Yeah, all I remember, <laughs> I, think, I think I remembered... Supergirl, obviously, and then her ne- nemesis was a sort of like Maleficent, Evil Lynn style sorcerer sorcerer situation. Yes. Yeah, but boy, this movie is bad and long. It's so <laughs> long, and we we learned recently. That apparently, the American release yeah. in cinemas at the time in 1984, yep. Supergirl 1984, mm. um, it was 105 minutes. They trimmed it down. They're like, a lot of this needs to go. And guess what? They were right. <laughs> but the present day one, oh, you, what a treat! We get some sort of director's cut, don't we? Some sort of this is like the international release as well. The, yeah. the version that we watched, paid money for. Two hours. Yeah. It's too long. This it's movie. way too fucking long. And the thing is as well, they weren't actually even going to release this after Superman 3. So that movie came out. We've talked about it. It's not good mm. and it underperformed. And then I guess they saw a cut of this and went, yeah, no. So TriStar picked <laughs> it up. Just no. <laughs> so TriStar picked it up and went, yeah, okay, let's, let's release this. And I guess to this film's credit, and there's maybe like three things I could say that I like about it is that it is in a lot of ways a genuine attempt at a spin-off of the Chris Reeve Superman universe. Mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's very clearly set in that world. I mean, tiny disadvantage in that Christopher Reeve did not want to be in this. (laughs) No. And so they had a little little news report on the radio where the the announcer's literally like, Superman had to go into a space and he had to go a million trillion light years away. He won't be back for the duration of this. If you think maybe he'll pop up at the end, maybe to help out or something, or, you know, shake Supergirl's hand at the end and say, good job, Slugger, or whatever, no. Yeah. He will not. So the initial plan was that, yeah, he was definitely going to cameo, and that was, like, right up until the last minute. But, yeah, he's on a peacekeeping mission of some description. Yeah. Come on. Come on. They don't, they don't have another Superman type, like a million trillion light years away? Come on. They've probably got a Green Lantern. Probably a Green Lantern. A Mon-El. Maybe Mon-El is <laughs> Maybe Mon-El. Mm, speaking of funny funny names and funny words. <laughs> sure. Oh, talk- yes? the, I guess the definitive tie-in is that Mark McClure is back as Jimmy Olsen. That's right. Yeah. Who I like as Jimmy Olsen, 
But I tell you what, I don't like him in this. Due to no fault of his own. The ri- the writing is suspect for a lot of characters and a lot of the plot of this. It's, it's very suspect. Let's break down the plot, though. Normally, we don't really do a beat by beat anymore. Also, a lot of the time, people do remember. Like, if we, we, don't, need to yeah. bre- we don't need to break down the plot of Iron Man because everybody's seen Iron Man. Yeah. But nobody's seen this, and for good reason. <laughs> but so Kara lives in Argo City, yep. which is, it used to be a city on Krypton, mm-hmm. but it wasn't destroyed when Krypton exploded because it got shunted off into an altered dimension or something into a lake into a lake we'll talk about it yeah, later yeah now argo is powered by something called the omega hedron which is like a big marble mm-hmm. that contains like ultimate unlimited energy and it can do anything it can transform matter it can create artificial life it can really do any number of things so one of the guys who's responsible for it just takes it out and just has go, a bit of a go on it, doesn't goes, he? Then goes, look at this. Just just wandering around the city being like, look at look at what I can do. <laughs> just showing off little tricks. Letting little kids have a go on it. What are you doing? At one point, he kicks it across the floor. He's not even looking and he just... Like, imagine this in any modern context. Imagine, like, it's bring your daughter to work day at the nuclear power plant and some engineer just pulls a plutonium rod out and just chucks it to their little girl. <laughs> You'd oh, go to prison. Oh, and then it goes out the window. Oh, yeah, as a, a, a sequence of events that perhaps, you know, involve giving it to an incompetent girl, yeah. Kara. Uh, it goes flying out the window, and everybody's like, we're all going to die. What What are you doing? What are you doing, Zoltar? <laughs> this Zoltar predates Big Zoltar by many years. Oh, right, that's fact. true, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Peter O'Toole, and he's got this just am- he's got this amazing, like, 1970s shaggy hair. Looking dude. good. I clearly, mean, he got, clearly he had it done in the 70s. I was like, going to say, I'm, like, I'm, I'm not changing 80s. this. Yeah, I'm not changing this. This is, I've peaked, and I'm never going back. A British man has never had better hair than this. Completely agree. Anyway, so then Kara, sorry, the, the citizens of Argo are like, you, we're all going to die now because you you were just you basically shot our generator out of a window. You were you were you were doing walk the dog <laughs> with our little with our with our ultimate power source, and now it's gone. So Kara gets in their one and only spaceship. Yep. she just gets in it, and it just activates itself, and then it flies in search of the Omega Hedron. Mm-hmm. But fortunately, the Omega Hedron lands on Earth in the picnic spread of a witch. <laughs> just. <laughs> Which is wild because are there are there a bunch of witches in this yeah. world? That is here's something I'll give it credit for. Yes. So the villain in this is a witch. It's Faye Dunaway. Yep. Great, good stuff. I do like some of the casting in this. They mm. clearly put a lot of money into the casting and some other things and they're not other things. Yes. But one of Superman's weaknesses and as an extension of that Supergirl is magic. Now, you say that and that is true and I did have that thought, but I absolutely think you are giving the movie too much credit. Oh, with, like that they thought about that they it. they thought about that. I think they just went, okay, Supergirl, what are girls like? What are girl, Girls like witches and magic and spells and potions, don't they? And fairy dust? Just make her a witch. Who cares? You're right. I don't think they went, well, canonically, the, the, the Superman family's weakness is magic, so we've got to include that. You're 100% right. I'm sorry. Anyway, this witch is sort of magic, yep. but not a li- little bit magic. Got, the, got a real creepy British guy who's teaching her some magic, but he also works at the girls' boarding school, which Kara ends up attending. But she should be searching for the power source. D- yes, here's the thing. <laughs> All right, let's... Okay, so the th- so she she lands on Earth, and she uh, the, the ship lands in the water. She emerges fully formed as Supergirl with the costume and everything. They don't explain that. They don't, they don't, well, she, she has the powers of, like, 1970s Superman family. It's like Clark Kent in the other movies. Well, her hair... Just, yeah, her hair changes colour I mean, there is, a, there is a moment... Yeah, she... she 
She emerges as Supergirl, and her job should be just fly around the world in a second and find the thing and grab it yeah. and leave. And you maybe have a watch that tells you when you're close yeah, to it, yeah, or yeah. you don't. I'm Easy. not sure. Easy done. This should have been a five-minute job. <laughs> but she emerges from a forest, and she sees a bunch of girls at sort of a private prep school yep. playing baseball, and she's like... I reckon I'll waste a lot of time in this situation yeah. for some reason. I guess Clark has a secret identity mm. that we know about somehow. <laughs> so I'll just do that. And there's a moment where she sort of, she walks past, she walks behind a bunch of trees and she magically transforms into into uh, Linda Lee, which yeah. is uh, a character she sort of invents. And, and she's got the, she, all her hair suddenly dark and then she's got the private school uniform on. And again, it's like 1970s Superman magic. In but the I, 80s. Yeah, but I like to think that what she's actually doing is she's just running at super speed and she's just killing and skinning a bunch of, like, stray students. She's like, oh, I'll take that blazer. Oh, I'll take this person's scalp. Here we go. But, yeah, so then there's, then there's like, high school hijinks. Yeah. She's like, she, she takes a name from Robert E. Lee. It's the, it's the weirdest high school. Oh, yeah, she does. It's the weirdest high school as well because what is that principal doing? Like, she, she walks in on him and he's just like, oh, I hate... I hate everything and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bad guy and I hate all my staff. Oh, you, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, let's all walk into this girl's dormitory together. You're a grown man. What are you doing? It's the 80s. I mean, it's sort of the 70s, but it's the 80s. What are you doing? Horrible. I just have a note here that says, I'm very concerned about who's in love with who in this movie in all their various ages. Okay, another big part of this movie is that Faye Dunaway mm-hmm. uh, creates a love spell because she wants a random uh, landscaper who uh, happens to be working on the school. But she doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> she doesn't make a lot. Like she. She wants this guy to fall in love with her, right? But she doesn't use the ultimate power of the Amiga Hedron, which could presumably do this, that she has in her possession already. Yeah. She's like, I'm going to use some sort of home brand <laughs> love potion made out of Eye of Newt or whatever. <laughs> She's like, is this going to work? I don't know. Yep. Just use the reality bending thing, I reckon. Yep. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> so the idea is that when he comes out of his like trance, the first person that he looks at, he'll fall in love with. This is a... Fucking Supergirl movie. Anyway, so when he eventually comes out of his trance after a little action sequence, he obviously looks at Supergirl and he falls in love with her, but then it wears off, but then he's just in love with her anyway, and she's just like, cool, whatever, we're hanging out. Also, it's Hart Bochner. It's the coked-up 80s guy from Die Hard. Yes, it is. Which I love. It is. Big fan of that. That's right. But how old's he, and how old's she supposed to be? Well, she's a school student. Yeah, and he's an adult, presumably. Yeah, he's an adult man. And also, she is, Linda Lee is rooming with... Lucy Lane, yes, who looks about 14, but she's in love with Jimmy Olsen, it seems. And Jimmy Olsen comes to visit for the weekend. And he's, he's, he's he looks a bit like a kid, but he's also a 40. He's a man. He's a man. <laughs> and everybody's like, all of this is fine. There's no meta commentary. At the end, they don't all get put in a room and be like, stop this. This is... Jor-El's come... I've come back from the dead. And I'm just telling you all this is inappropriate. Yeah. Coming from me. Exactly. Marlon Brando. That's pretty rich. I know that. Maybe you should pay attention. Well, I don't like any of the schooling or lessons here or any of the Kryptonian architecture. Just to get back to it with Argo City, 
what is that weird open plan situation? Like there's school and art and beanbags and there's no walls and like it's all encased in like glad wrap. It was like an Ewok village, but <laughs> with all the colour leached out. I didn't yeah. understand it. And yeah, I guess that's their culture, James, and you've got to respect their culture. I guess I do. But it's weird because they clearly put money into things like that mm-hmm. and they put money into the casting because as mentioned, Peter O'Toole, Faye Dunaway, Mia Farrow. And then they put a million dollars, literally a million dollars into the opening credits. Mm. And then they've got other bits oh, where... Oh, just the weird glowing stuff. Yeah. Just the... Just that goes forever. Just some lines and text. That was a million dollars. Yes. Astounding. <laughs> but then there's other bits where they actually just put a cutout of Supergirl on a piece of wood and just pulled it out of the lake. And yeah, you see right. the wire... You see the wires in this... All the fucking time. Supergirl just loves flying over stock footage of wild animals. <laughs> yep. Just badly composited into that. I was Absolutely. Gonna, if we mentioned casting, yeah. I really like Helen Slater. I think as she's Supergirl. fine, yeah. I think she's got the look. Yep. I think she's got the sort of wide-eyed naivete of a, of a person experiencing a culture for the first time. Although at the same time, sometimes they do go a bit far because sometimes she can understand sixth-dimensional Kryptonian mathematics mm-hmm. and sometimes she's like, what's a tree? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah, come, come on. on, man. She also writes a cover letter for herself. That's true, yeah. She's just like, oh, I know what that is. I'll just quickly type that up. That's no <laughs> problem. That's right. Bizarre 70s Superman logic. I'll just put it in this filing cabinet, which I know what it is. <laughs> exactly. You wouldn't know unless it's white and crystal. <laughs> you talking about you know what any of this is so emma porteous uh she designed the suit and she also designed the re- planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. And you see that. I think the suit is genuinely good, especially for the era. And the other thing is there's an early version of this costume, which has the headband. And as a result of that, that's the reason why the costume was changed in the comics for Crisis on Infinite Earths, where... Supergirl dies. So that's yeah. why she's got the headband and the, it's, it's this. Yeah, yeah, It was what this was going to and be. And then they changed it and then the comics were left in a lurch with like, oh, well, now we've made one of the worst <laughs> costumes of all time. Yeah. Great stuff. And also, yeah, she's bad at being Supergirl. Like, th- so the big action sequence in the town, there's a moment where she has to put out a fire and instead of using like a freeze breath or the, her wind breath or whatever, she just punctures a fucking water tower. Yeah. Which is... Like, that's the, that's the town water supply, presumably. And also, can't put out a tire fire with water. That's use, a great point. Use sand. Rookie mistake, Supergirl. <laughs> Should have used her sand eyes. That's right. <laughs> Maybe it's a sand ear. I don't know. I don't know what they do on Krypton. Yeah, she's got a sand ear. Oh, my God. I've got a beach's worth in here. <laughs> and she tears... And Hart Bochner is being, like, captured by a, by a crane or whatever. A digger. <laughs> I can't remember. So she tears the end off it while he's in there. And just lets the And it just crashes. With Lucy Lane in it. Asleep at the wheel, like literally asleep. By the way, Jimmy Olsen, who happens to be in town at the same time. You know, maybe he'll he'll have learned some lessons from Superman and he'll get in on the rescuing action. Nope. Maybe he'll take a photo. Yeah. He doesn't. Oh, that's my, that's that's one of my work (laughs) colleague's relatives that presumably she loves and and cherishes. I'll just take some photos as she crashes into a convenience store. (laughs) You're a monster, Jimmy. <laughs> and you're going to jail for other things. And there's also so much faffing about in this, and a lot of that is like love potion related. But what I mm. also here's another thing that I do like: Faye Dunaway, the evil witch, has a mate who just hangs out with her. Yeah, and she just kind of stands next to her the whole time, punching darts, being like, "Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that didn't work. <laughs> that magic you tried didn't work. You Try something sh- else. Yeah, probably, I don't know. Maybe we should. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> But, you know, she's it's interesting because she's getting uh, Hart Bochner out of all kinds of scrapes, you know? Mm, mm, mm-hmm. Except there's a moment where she doesn't stop a coconut falling out of the sky. from <laughs> A precision-aimed, laser-guided magic <laughs> coconut that Faye Dunaway hurls from the very heavens to crack him on the skull, yeah. <laughs> there's also a moment earlier where she's playing baseball and she just lets a baseball just, like, smash into her back and turn to dust. And everybody's like, that seems normal. <laughs> That's fine, right? Yeah. Oh, and then she, she curtails some high school bullying at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A yep. couple of the the bullying girls are going to turn on some scalding water in the shower. Yeah, like a Porky-style. Like... Yeah, yeah, but then, then Supergirl turns on the heat vision and kills them both, presumably. <laughs> Here's another good thing. Mm-hmm. There's a great cowboy switch. I also think there's some great wire work in this in general. Mm. I think she looks quite graceful and clearly well-practiced at a lot of that. There's a moment where she flies down from the sky and it's clearly, you know, that's the stunt double, goes through or looks like she goes into a pipe and then Linda Lee runs out the other side. That's right. And I'm like, I like that also because you don't see the transformation. Mm. So you don't have to like... Because they couldn't afford the transformation. Well, that, well, no, but no. they could rent some pipes. I mean, they do it, but it never makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So just to not see it. So you're mm. like, I don't know, she got changed quickly. Who, who yeah, cares yeah. or whatever. I, I, I like that. So, and at the end, she gets stuck in the Phantom Zone, yep. um, which is like a mud planet. Mm. And then Peter O'Toole's there and he's like, yeah, I went to jail because I kicked that thing out the window. Yeah, remember my <laughs> gross mishandling of that thing? That could, you know, where everybody's dying in the city because I, t- I took it out and I 
Did some juggling tricks with it. I did some, clo- I did some contact juggling with this <laughs> ultimate power source. Well, yeah, they ex- they exiled me in the Phantom Zone. They should. <laughs> and they should have just shot you with a regular gun. <laughs> Exile's too good for you, Peter O'Toole. Completely agree. And uh, she's like, "We got to go back to Earth. We got to get out of the Phantom Zone." And he's like, "Well, you can't." Oh wait, we can probably we can climb this mountain actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that that might get us out. One of us at least. And she does, and she gets out, and at the end she fights a dragon that she fought earlier that was invisible. Mm. Uh, and she's like, I can't do this, I'm being stretched. And Peter O'Toole's like, oh, just do it, I'm Obi-Wan now. And she's like, all right, I will. <laughs> she does. She does. And then she flies into a lake. Yep. And that's the end. Right. It's Because you don't see her land on Earth, right? Yes. She just comes out of the lake. Uh-huh. And at the end she just goes back into the lake. I think it's a metaphor. Do you think it's something to do with the lady in the lake? I just assumed it was some kind of like pocket dimension in the lake or with oh. it. I don't, I don't know because even the idea, Peter O'Toole says this up top, of leaving this horrible place where they all live, mm. this crystalline, open spaced, we work fucking situation that <laughs> oh, I yeah, hate. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's like, you can't, you'll be crushed, you'll die if you ever leave. So I, I, don't, I don't know how she left or got back. Mm. And I've even written here, Mason, explain it to me. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but I have some miscellaneous stuff. Uh, Matt Frewer is in this. He is. Max Hedrum himself. He was in my green trivia. He, oh, all right then. Just, well, well, now he's out. <laughs> yeah, you're out, Frewer. Uh, no, no stranger to superhero stuff. He's also in. Uh, he's also Watchmen. in. He's also in Watchmen. He's in uh, the Generation X pilot that we'll Ooh, cover one day. Boy, is he? Uh, yeah, mm, that's good. He's stuff. also in good stuff. He's in Orphan Black as well. Yeah, he's in good stuff yeah, as he's well. In good, he's in good stuff. He's in Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. I think Lucy Lane has a Warren Beatty poster in her dorm room. Sure, I think, but that makes sense because Faye Dunaway. Well, that's and true. Warren yeah, Beatty yeah. were both in Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, and that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that's funny. Okay, I just had two things. Well, those are great things. Uh, though. Actually, I have, I have a note here that says Supergirl arrives on Earth and just explodes a man's nuts. <laughs> yeah, just kicks him so hard that he he's propelled off God's own green Earth <laughs> and through a fence, and that would have put his nuts in his throat. Is all I'm saying. What is interesting about that interaction is she's clearly doing Supergirl stuff, and they're like, "Oh yeah, what about this a knife?" And it's like, "Dude, come on. What are you What are you doing? This is a world that has <laughs> Superman on it. What do you think's gonna happen?" <laughs> Come on. Well, Superman's on holiday. That's true. So maybe they'll embolden. Oh, do you think that they would beat her up and then Superman would show up and, and give him a stern talking Well, normally, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. Under uh-huh. different circumstances. Well. Anyway, it's time for green trivia and also that guy who shouts Rodney. He's I back. That. Yeah, I know, right? So the original script, there were various incarnations, but one of the versions had Supergirl trying to rescue Superman who had fallen ill due to Selena's magic. And that's <laughs> I good. I thought you were going to say fallen down a well. <laughs> I've fallen down this well, Supergirl, which is why you can't see me. Yep. And my voice is quite quite tinny, and you may not recognise me as Christopher Reeve, but it is me. Also, uh, it was it's magic is the reason I'm in here. It's one of my weaknesses. They actually did think about it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Brooke Shields was the first choice for Supergirl, but then was turned down due to being six foot tall. Uh, Deborah Wing was also considered, along with Melanie Griffiths, ah. but they decided to go with an unknown, which uh, I think makes sense because Chris Reeve was the same. And they could pay her less. They could also pay her less, mm. yeah. Because they had to spend a million dollars in that opening <laughs> sequence with the lights and the titles. Dolly Parton was offered $7 million to take on the role of Selena. That's crazy. That's so much money. Yeah, but she turned it down, claiming that she couldn't play a witch no matter how much money was offered. Jane Fonda and Goldie Hawn also turned down the role. And Helen Slater, she actually ended up later playing Lara, Clark Kent's real mother in Smallville. That's right. And also Supergirl's adoptive mother in the Supergirl series. That's right. And that's good. She's also in an episode of Seinfeld. Exactly. 
Jerry Seinfeld dated a high school girl. Also, don't do that. Don't do it. Wow. Anyways, the budget of this was inexplicably $35 million. That's a lot for the time. I guess it's not the worst looking even Superman movie because we've talked about the Chris Reeve movies mm. and Superman 4 looks much worse than this. And yeah. not, I'm not saying this looks good, that's not what I'm saying, but there are elements of it where you go, okay, yeah, no, you They tried. spent some money here. Yeah. Like even the sequence in the in the small town with the action and the cars, at least yeah. they had real cars moving around. Yeah, moving know? about. Yeah. But the box office return for this was a pastely, paste, paisley, a paisley... <laughs> okay, go on. A paisley $14 million. Only a paisley $14 million. <laughs> My goodness, that's barely nothing. This also ties with Catwoman. Uh, it should have been a tartan $200 million. <laughs> Disagree. Mm. And it's tied with Catwoman uh, for the lowest DC movie Rotten Tomato score at 8%. Mm. And we've talked about Catwoman, and this is worse. Correct. But maybe just because it's longer. <laughs> it's longer and, you know, yeah. it's early It's early in the run. People didn't, you know, people didn't understand how to translate the tropes of superhero stuff to, to movies yet. See, I disagree. I think there's some animated stuff which gets closer. I think if you look at the first two Chris Reeve movies, mm. obviously they're better than this. Sure. This is just fucking whatever. And I think that's the problem with, with what happens to this universe. They're just like, I don't know, there's a dragon. I don't know, there's a nuclear man. I don't know. Mm. Well, speaking of, you know what? At least they I do like I like the. New at least man. they didn't have Supergirl fight an evil Supergirl at the end of this. Yeah. I mean, it's probably because they had Superman fight an evil Superman at the end of Superman three, and they were going to have him fight <laughs> essentially an evil Superman in Superman four, <laughs> which would have been a really solid run, honestly. Yeah, true. At, at, what at a least, trilogy, right? <laughs> yeah, but just um. Just odd and bad. Mm. I almost want to say to people like you should watch this because it's mm. so it's so strange. Yeah, but uh-huh. it's 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 pretty difficult to look at, and it's so long, <laughs> and it's so long, which I feel is a common complaint. But I don't know. I, I feel it like, feels long. Like, it I'll, feel, it I'll feels, watch a two forty five. I watch a two forty five superhero movie at the movies, like in the present day, and I'm like, that isn't so. That's bad. fine. Yeah. This felt like a three hour. It really epic. did. Yeah, at like forty minutes in, and you look at it, and you're like, oh, how, how am I doing? I was just like, oh, no, oh, no, this is bad news for me. This is my whole day. Uh, anyways, do you know, Mason, you can actually see these videos early, wow. including this one. Here's a hint towards next week. Oh. You might be like, where can you see that video on Batman Returns? We're finally coming mm. back to it. Well, you can actually head over to bigsandwich.co, where there's not only early videos, there's also bonus stuff like Movie commentaries. Like early videos. That's right. We actually just did one recently on the Flashpoint animated movie where you might want to be like, what are, what, are the, what could those guys say over the top of that movie? That's well, right. You have to find out. That's right. By giving us some money, <laughs> I guess. A little treat for you. Yeah. Also, our podcast, The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows, that goes up there a day early and ad-free on Sunday as opposed to Monday. Or just, you know, subscribe and hang around here if you are so inclined. And so go back in the, go back in the, the, the back catalogue. So Go much back good stuff. in the back catalogue. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Hope you had a paisley good time. That's no, a bad. tartan time. Yeah. You had a good good old tartan time. I don't think this is going to be a running joke. This is a running joke now. Oh, no. I declare. Wow, it's not even <laughs> Supergirl related. Mm, some would argue that it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, thanks, everyone. Grab that jammy, guys. We'll see you next week. We'll have a, have a tartan. Have a, Grab that this Omega Hedron. Yeah, it's not anything. Right. Right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> They can't all be winners. Sometimes we're just working stuff out, all right? (laughs) These aren't scripted. Get off our backs. I mean, imagine if this was. Wow. Good Lord. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. 
That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.